nobody seems to be interested in designing them. I don't understand. We, we all praise the sum for its dexterity, but we don't develop handsets that have two of them, big two sums. And mechanically, it's not impossible. What about having a hand that can reverse, you know, can grip from one side and then grip exactly the same way on the other side? That's also mechanically feasible. It's a possible challenge. That would be very interesting for our important auditor. No, no sign there. So <laughs> maybe we, we, we need to change a little bit the field. The second here are other issues. Why have hardware people from traditional hardware separated from the uh, software people? It's because it's difficult to publish when you design only a robotic arm, only a robotic mm -hmm. hand, not a soft hand. And so then they, are, they don't belong to academia, they belong to the industry and they have their own needs here and they have to produce something that people want and often let's face it, it's not, it's not a complete change mm -hmm. on the weather. Um, so maybe there, there is a need to, to reconvene and to think that publication and H index are important, but not as important as, as getting, you know, really new design out there that are mm. different. I think. Yeah. I think this is going to break some point. I'm curious to ask you the first step about maybe before going to this design, because I think that's something you already, I think that's the interesting part. But before that, for the problem of the publication, do you think, physically speaking now, we're still stuck in that issue that you have to publish and you have to get all your index as well? So it is hard for people to go for risk. And that's maybe the reality uh, for, yeah, in academia. So how do you envision we can get out of that? and be more concerned about the problem itself. To be, to be honest, what the problem is. Okay, I'm the vice president of publication activity at yeah. Queen Robotics and Automation Society. And one of the goals I've set for myself this year is mm. to make an experiment jointly with, with some of the vice, um, the associate VP, to try to find out how much progress we're doing in the field these days. And if we're really stagnating or progressing, I'm a little worried. I, I feel that we're publishing more then we actually read, which would be a concern. And if so, then we may be duplicating work, which is not a bad thing if we were to duplicate by comparing, but mm. if we're just duplicating and revisiting the wheel over and over again, which has been done in science, but you know, we, we have to be careful about that. So I like to see if I'm wrong and contrary to what I think we're not stagnating at all and we're progressing steadily or not. Um, I, I'm worried definitely about the amount of things being published, um, and I'm not sure that we discard it with the amount of discovery. Um, and and so I, I'm a little concerned there. I'm definitely very concerned about each index. I have a very good one, but I can so I can speak freely about that. And I think it's a wrong metric, but everybody says so. Yet everybody uses it <laughs> um, because you know what is difficult is to be able to read papers and be able to tell if the paper has a high impact. And the only way that people measure impact now is by how much the paper is cited. Mm. That's true, it's one impact. But you know, you could have, an, you could have a, a paper that has wonderful ideas. Nobody is citing it because either nobody uses it or nobody understood it. And it has nothing to do with really, that's the impact indeed, but it's not with the quality of the paper. So I like to be able to distinguish the quality from the impact. Um, but yeah, that, that would be that would be difficult. So to answer your question, I think we need to have people published. That's normal. We don't want to go back to the stage where we had people doing a thesis for 10 years and not publishing anything. That was the other extreme. Definitely, we don't want that. We want people to propose their ideas to the community and get the feedback on a regular basis. So I think it's very important for PGT then to do that 
at minimum three times during your PhD thesis to mm. get this feedback. But that shouldn't be the metric. The metric shouldn't be how much you publish. It should be that you get this conversation going between scientists who are the scientists about your ideas and you progress in your understanding of the, of the problem. So quantity should not be the metric, it should be the quality of the metric. And just as an aside, I strongly believe that deadline for conferences is a mistake because nobody mm. should submit on a deadline. People should submit when they feel that their work is right. So I think that wow. they should have their own metrics of what, what it is. That's uh, very powerful words. Uh, thank you. I think we need to hear that. So, but realistically speaking, when do you anticipate that what the this pressure and that you have to get this result as soon and you have to be always positive because it's hard sometimes you have this impact, whatever the impact is going to be useful product. So I don't know what is impact because it's it takes a lot of time. Sometimes it depends, of course, on the context of that problem or the hard problem you try to solve. But when you anticipate that the result since you have the deadline and if you did that, you have a failure because you didn't catch the deadline. Or I think we have to step back and, and really ask ourselves, how do we quantify? I mean, how do we, how do we determine that someone is generating new knowledge? And I'm, I'm insisting on that, generating new knowledge, not generating new results, knowledge first, and new, <laughs> the second part. And once we know how to evaluate that, then maybe we can come back with different metrics. Of course, we still need to evaluate that. That's what I'm saying. Someone should not wait 10 years before sending the first publication. You need to actually send that to the world to get this feedback. Am I generating knowledge? Is it new enough? Am I you know, in interpreting my result correctly, etc.? That's important to have this conversation going and to have it on a regular basis. So yes, it's important to say you have to do it roughly once a year. But telling the person you have to do it exactly by, you know, by May 10 that year or by December 10 that year, I think it's treating people like kids. Um, they're adults. They should be able to set up their own deadline. And if it's not exactly 12 months, if it's 13 months or 14 months or maybe 16 months, that's okay. Of course, it becomes two or three years, that's not okay. So people should be able to gear to have a sense of how long one thing should take and start getting feedback. Um, but but the, I would like people to have a, a sort of an understanding of really what the goal is in robotics. And the goal in, in academia in robotics is to acquire no, new knowledge, is not to design new products. Um, so I think we lose sometimes this goal in mind. We have we have people picking to get new publication in that sense they will pick up the, the latest algorithm and they will strive to get results that are maybe you know epsilon better than the other algorithm and off they go but then yeah. this is not knowledge this is this is just new results mm. so how, how do we i don't have an easy answer to that um yeah, 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 but difficult uh, to i think it's uh, it's very honest uh, answer because you speak it uh, i think that we need to hear 